Nice. We're live. What's up, guys? <laughs> cool. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. What's up, guys? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. It is Monday, April 6th, 2020. Throw some paper towels, Hake, says Mega Mortis. <laughs> the good old days of the hurricane, the one that hit Puerto Rico, and Trump was throwing paper towels at people, right? Two people. He was having fun, and they were having fun, but the media acted like he was such a jerk about it. <laughs> I have a friend who had who has Trump derangement syndrome. I don't know. I think he's still a friend. <laughs> it's actually a good question. And he would, back when I used to still look at Facebook, I'm really bad about it, guys. Sorry. But I am streaming on Facebook, guys. Thank you for joining. But um, this guy would just be mad at Trump. <laughs> and what's funny is he was an illegal alien. <laughs> oh, man. These people. The nerve, right? The female-minded thinking. You identified with his mother big time. Great soccer player, though. And you know what's funny is he was kind of accused of statutory um, relations. <laughs> um, interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. But um, nice guy. Nice guy. Statutory relations being like coach rela coach getting involved with um, high school athlete females. Anyways, um, I heard about that kind of frequently, actually, after I finished high school. Different coaches who would be taking over at my old high school would get accused of stuff. And teachers, too, actually. Man, what a mess. And usually you hear about female teachers getting involved with underage boys. But the teachers and coaches that I was hearing about were males. They were not white males, by the way. White Hispanic, I guess you could say. Hmm. But, you know, whatever. But anyways, that's not what I wanted to talk about. Um, it's a surprise. <laughs> I'm going to get right to your calls because I like that setup. But And you can call in 888-775-3773. But by the way, real quick, um, I do want to just give you a sneak peek at what I hope to touch on. CNN is quoting liberal doctors to um, discourage conceiving <laughs> in quarantine. I saw a, I'm chuckling because I saw a super chat from a, um, I think it might have been Patrice O'Neill Groiper or somebody on Jesse Lee Peterson's D-Live. Shout out, man. Um, he's all, don't have babies, goy, or something like that. <laughs> As if it's like a uh, the Jews are telling the whites not to have babies. It's more than them, though. It's the Chicoms, too. <laughs> By Chicoms, I'm referring to this Chinese-born, Shanghai-born doctor who came to America at age, like, eight and then became Planned Parenthood president. She be, she got her citizenship in 2003. I have friends who were born in like Hong, one friend who was born in Hong Kong, and then 2006 or so, or seven or eight, he became an American citizen. He came in, you know, to LA early in his life, learned to <laughs> just be kind of, uh, be friends with the Mexican gangsters and, hate blacks and all kinds of stuff. What a mess, huh? But um, this woman is encouraging, even though she's having babies, with a white man, actually. I think he's white. She's scared and nervous. Well, she's now had her baby. But in the midst of this coronavirus pandemic thing, they're saying, oh, stay away from having the babies. You don't know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen. And we have rampant illegal aliens disease anyways. 
So you always have to be careful. People are not safe. And we have um, homelessness crisis in all of the major cities. Most of the major cities anyway, especially the ones run by Democrats. Just a side note. And so, of course, they're going to... It's a risk. But it's a risk worth taking. And also, like, they're concerned that, oh, you may lose your job, so don't have babies. What a mess. Because um, I remember hearing a young man who hosts a show and he presents news and stuff, Vincent James. He said, you know what? It doesn't cost as much. It's not as expensive as people are saying. Have babies. You can do it. And it also lights a fire under you to um, get to work more. (laughs) And hopefully you don't have to pay all that child support. Man, I was listening to the end of the, well, the third hour, Jason Lee Peterson was talking to a, a southern man, a country man. And he was having so much child support that he got a dollar paycheck. They took out that much money that he only got a dollar, according to him. Wow. That's ridiculous. That's evil. Anti-man world. Anti-baby world, to be honest. But um, anyways, by the way, other, other point. Did you hear, did you catch my interview with Richard Spencer? I didn't interview him this time. He interviewed me on his show on Radix. NPI slash Radix. NPI is National Policy Institute. He's the president of that. Cool, huh? I liked it. It was fun. I got mixed reviews. Some people said I was nice. Uh Uh-oh. Dang. They called me nice. That's almost worse than calling me... They were also saying I was brainwashed to think Trump is a real man and stuff like that. But, um... I don't know. They generally liked me. But anyways, it was fun to talk to Richard Spencer. Let me know what you think if you got to catch it. I'll link to it on my uh, blog post today, all right? So you can catch it. It's a, it, was, it appeared on YouTube. It was live-streamed on YouTube. He's still on YouTube. Isn't that nice? A lot of people are kicked off of YouTube. I'm referring to that. Interesting. Uh, first, let me get to Skip out of Augusta, Georgia, though. Skip, it's good to hear from you. Hey, hey, how you doing, man? Fine, how are you? Oh, pretty good. Look here. I, um, I, I, I saw you last night on Spencer's show. You did a good job. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. He's kind of, he seems like he'd be kind of hard to talk with. He, uh, he's one of them intellectual type. Yeah. Fellas. Yeah, he is really intellectual. He, and he has mm-hmm. a lot to say. And some of it I lose track of what, some of it I'm just not aware of. And some of it I lose track of what he's saying. But yeah. But you, he, did a, you, did, you did a good job. You held your own, and you represented real good. Nice. Thank you, Skip. Appreciate that. Look at here. I went to the. I went to see the doctor this morning. I have to go. Uh, since I had that stroke, I have to go about every two weeks and get my blood checked to see if it's too thick or too thin. Wow. And they regulate my medicine accordingly. Yeah. And um, and when we left, I told Stacy, I said, "Look at here. We got three hospitals, four hospitals right downtown." And we got three or four more around the, around the county. Uh, this is a bigger uh, medical community here in Augusta. And uh, we, we went to um, went to one of the main ones, and they got a tent set up out front, out front of the emergency room. Yeah. Like, like you got to go through this tent before you can get inside. There's nobody out there. I stopped by the crystal and got me a bag of crystals first before I went by there. And I, I stopped and talked to a security officer. And uh, give him a couple of crystals. Told him I appreciated what he's doing. And I asked him, I said, look at here. I said, have y'all had a big influx influx of people coming in with this coronavirus? Or have you seen a notice of change? And he shook his head. He said, not a bit. He said, actually, it's been a lot slower yeah. lately. You know, and, and it's, it's like that everywhere. I've been, I've, been, I've been seeing people and talking to different people. And they say that they haven't noticed anything different in their town. And they have debunked. All these stores in New York, you know, about the the people just dying and having to put them in refrigerated trailers and all. Yeah. You know, and, and then like like we talked about last time, they actually showed news footage from Italy instead of America. Yeah. Now, if, if, if all this was as bad as they're saying it is, they wouldn't have to do that to begin with. They, they would show actual footage. True. Good point. But, but hey, I noticed something going on because some people are dying, but... 
more people have died from the flu this year than had this, and they didn't shut the country down because of the flu. Right. Well, you know, this, I think, this... The only thing I think that's really dying right now is the economy, and it's going to die. Yeah. You know, but you're I'm making sure. really good points, and I generally agree with you on this. I do admit, though, that this thing is in its infancy, so it's like young yet. It hasn't hasn't really become widespread. So once it becomes widespread, and it, I can only assume that it will, right? Maybe not, but I think it will. Then we'll see what actual damage it does. So maybe it just hasn't hit these hospitals yet, or maybe it really won't. And honestly, I think people are smart to stay away from the hospital, because that's where you go to get sick, honestly. There's so many germs and things, you know. So it's probably best for people to stay away from the hospital. Well, and I went to my doctor's appointment this morning. Usually the office is, is full, the parking lot's full. Yeah. But uh, there was, I think, I saw two people, two patients in there. And when we first went in, the lady, she put the temperature gauge to my forehead, the station's forehead. Right. Make sure it wasn't running no, no, temp, no fever. Yep. And then she uh, made us wash our hands with our stuff that they got, that old phone stuff. Anyhow, yeah. I said, y'all ain't got no, I said, y'all ain't got no customers in here today. And, and uh, she said, uh, well, unless you're really sick, uh, we're only taking the really sick people to come in. Wow. Said, so you mean, I said, so you mean all the other people are just actors that's in here? They're not really sick because this place is for, you know, everybody that comes here comes here for a reason. Right. You know, and, and most people that come there have to uh, come for the same reason I do. Because they take warfarin and uh, they have to have the blood checked to make sure it's not too thick or too thin. So I don't, I don't really, I don't understand, you know. And like, and it took me almost four years to finally get some physical therapy, and that damn put that off indefinitely. Oh yeah, that's true. So are you so, doing you know, just exercises on your own then? In the meantime, yeah, I, I try, I try to do it a little bit, but I'll be honest with you, I'm not real motivated i should be you would think i would be yeah but i'm i, I just um i don't know but it's just i, I think it this thing hurt nobody but but our pocketbooks it's not a yeah it's not really it's not really doing a whole lot that i can see are you able to but walk I, no i can't walk i can eat, i can walk a little bit with a walker right but um but my back's just as crooked as Hillary Clinton, mm. so um, I think it's my sciatic nerve messed up in it. Ah, but, um, yeah. But I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna be all right. I'm gonna get better. I'm gonna walk again. You can believe that. I will walk again. Well, make sure you're but, uh, disciplined about it, without with or without the. You know, just have like a set time, maybe, that you just do. You're just gonna do it, or you know, I don't know if walking is right, but something like. If you know what exercises to do, make sure you do it because a lot of people say they're going to get better from a stroke, but then they never do. And a lot of people have this false confidence in themselves, man. Um, mm-hmm. And then, well, I've gotten I've gotten a lot better since I've had the stroke. Good. How long a whole, has it been? A whole lot better. I think it's been about four years now. It seems like it don't okay. seem like it, but. But it has been about four years. When you when it first happened, did it affect your speaking? Did you talk differently? No, I talk just as country as I always have. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it it didn't really affect my speech. Okay. Uh, it really didn't affect my memory too much. But um, whenever somebody would bring up something, I didn't want to remember. And I'd say, well, you know, since I had that stroke, my memory ain't that good. So That's I a good about what you're talking about. You know, I can, I can use it. Very time. useful. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the snake in me, hey? <laughs> I, I guess so. Yeah. But, uh, but anyways, uh, I just man. want to call you and let you know that here at the, our hospitals, there's, there's no, uh, nothing's really changed. What were you saying about crystals? You bought crystals? Yeah, I stopped by and got me. I was hungry, so I stopped by and got me some crystal hamburgers. And I was talking to the security guard. Okay, he was looking at my bag the whole time, <laughs> and uh, so I give him a couple of crystals. And, what uh, are crystals? Are those the fries that crystal they crystal hamburgers? You got you got a bunch of crystal hamburgers. Yeah, I bought me a bag full of them to bring home when they eat on during the day. Wow. And uh, what? Well, yeah, like that's unusual. You don't buy. What do you buy? One or two crystals at a time. You don't buy a whole bag. Of them. I've <laughs> never heard of crystals. You ever heard of White Castle? Yeah. It's just like a little bit of White Castles. Okay. 
Yeah, but but uh, he was staring at my bag, and I know he's probably been standing out there a long time. So I give a couple hamburgers. Wow. And we had we had a good little discussion. Yeah. But uh, but all the businesses are closed down here, and that's uh, a shame. And I know you know. I'm with you on that concern. You know, Definitely. A few drive-through restaurants are open, but but that's really about it. Yeah. But I don't know what what's going to happen, hey. And I I, I really it, it's it's good that it that the hospitals aren't full with with corona patients. That it's not as bad as they're saying it is. Yeah. But it's bad at the same time that they're lying to us about it and misleading us. Yeah. True. You know, and, you know, you you can control the whole country with fear. Yeah. You ain't got to pull a gun out, and you ain't got to pull a gun or a knife out or a bomb or anything. Just the words. Just put fear in somebody's mind, and you can control them. We all stand in our houses, man. We, we're scared to go out. We're scared to talk to our neighbors. Yeah. You know, we, you know they're, they're, they're separating us. They're making us where we don't trust nobody. Yeah. They're encouraging people to snitch on one another, too. It's ridiculous. They are. I know. <laughs> I heard something last night about, uh, I can't remember what business it was or what city it was, but, but uh, they got a hotline, special hotline set up. For snitches, yeah. If you, if you you know if you see somebody uh, out past curfew, um, you know call call and report them. Or if you see people standing close to each other in a gathering or whatever, call us and let us know. We will go break them up. It's crazy, it's, man. It's, it is crazy. Well, look here, I, I'll let you go. I just wanted to tell you about that. Hey. All right, thank you, man. It's good to hear from you. All right, man. Take, Take care. care. All right. You know he's right. It reminds me of. Um, this 2008 or whatever financial so-called crisis that took place, the media kept on talking about it, and it seemed like it was when the media is hyping something up and then the people are starting to believe it, it only like encourages things to get worse because people get scared and they get jittery or jumpy and they don't want to um, invest or whatever or go out and buy stuff or whatever, you know? It just seems like people are controlled. It's just this whole thing. Joel said, like, we don't know what's going on. It reminds me of climate change. And it reminds me of the communist ploy to go outside your opponent's area of expertise, keep them back on their heels. So then you um, just keep on pushing, pushing, pushing. And you have to say, climate change is real. You guys are science deniers. Or this coronavirus thing is real. You have to close your businesses for the rest of the year or whatever. Like they're doing with the schools. Even though kids are less susceptible, right? But it's so... I'm very leery of both the government and the liberals and the um, rhinos trying to control people. Because they are control freaks. And they're meddlers. And their meddling makes things worse. I don't know. It's a mess. I'm going to get to more of your calls. Richie out of Boston, Massachusetts. Richie, it's good to hear from you. What's up? Hey, what's going on, James? Nothing much. How about you? Uh, Not much. I just want to send my well wishes out to Skip. I mean, I could just kind of hear it in its voice, a little frustration. And like you mentioned, a lot of fear. This is I, I like I was I was talking to my brother and he just I said, Mike, you know, it's it's not so much like that I'm afraid. It's just weird. It's very different. Yeah. Everything is different. You know, just the way that people are looking at each other, just the, just everything about it. And I'm quite a social guy, you know, I like to talk to people and stuff and it just seems like the whole world has done a one eighty all at once and it's a lot to handle, and especially with Skip. I mean, if you're going through medical problems, right. he's reliant on hospitals. And, you know, the hospital, you know, if you have a heart attack, they ain't going to treat you. Yeah. Unless you have symptoms of coronavirus. And it's, it's, it's getting to ridiculous points. James, I deliver food. You know, I'm retired from the sheriff's department. Yeah. But I got to stay busy. Yeah. I deliver food. I delivered to a hospital last night. And they had me waiting in the lobby for 20 minutes. I called the guy that ordered food, and he said, I already talked to my nurse and stuff. It got to the point, James, where, like, there was a little stop sign, and he was on the second floor. 
I said, screw this. I walked right by it. The guy <laughs> needed his food, and I needed to get back to, to the uh, restaurant to pick up more orders. Right. Um, I get on the elevator. I get right up to the And wouldn't you know it, just like when I was working for the sheriff's department, taking inmates to the hospital, all the nurses are gathered around the little desk. Nothing's going on in there. Absolutely nothing is going on in there. Yeah. They don't, not, half of them are wearing their masks, and the other <laughs> half aren't. Right. And I said, I said, hey, who's Roland's nurse in room 106? The lady comes chasing after me. You're not supposed to be here. I said to her, I said, well, I wouldn't be here if you came down and gave me the money and took your patient's food. Right. Clearly, he notified you because you get the money in the end. The nurses aren't even doing anything. I'm not, not wow. all, not all, not all, but most are doing a great job. But James, she got mad at me. She called the restaurant. They <laughs> love me at the restaurant that I work at, so nice. they're not going to take her word for it. And I said, if, if you clearly you knew about it, you have the $20 in your hand, <laughs> what are you doing? You're kibitzing with all the other nurses about God knows what, probably making $45 an hour doing nothing. Wow. And, you know, you know, it's, you know, what the, the media is going to put out there. They're all heroes. The pictures, yep. the Italy pictures saying it's America. James, there's a lot going on. That, and, you know, I, I'm like a wrecking ball. I, I just get right <laughs> in there. I have no fear. Nice. You know, it's like, and it's like, because I want to see what's really going on. And right. that's what makes me feel better. That actually makes me feel better. Yeah, that's true. When the Good pres- point. Yeah, you know, it's, I just want to say to people, like, this is such a frustrating time, and it's it's like sometimes I don't know what to do. Thank God I, I'm working, but you know, turn them, turn CNN off. Now at this point, turn Fox off. Listen to Jesse. Listen to you, and you know, go with your instinct and go with God. And you know, <laughs> and you know, like observation is very key at this time in our lives. I believe, and yeah, you know. Sometimes you just got to laugh. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, what did you think? Did you hear my Hake News segment at the top, well, at the end of the second hour of Jesse's show, in which I talked about them, CNN telling people not to have babies and the doctors that they're quoting? That's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, who are they to tell anybody what to do? I know. Good point. They're a bunch of who gays and feminists. What a mess. We're CNN and do this. You know, like, okay, all right, yeah, all right, I'll do that. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, my God. Yeah. Please, God, help us. Well, I appreciate it, Richie. Richie the Wrecking Ball. James, you rock, man. Everybody in the chat rocks. Skip, hang in there, brother. We're all in this together, and it's going to end. When they finally do green light this medication, and I believe it does work, we're going to have a celebration, and we're not too far away from it. Because you're going to have that 30th celebration, James. And oh, I'm yeah. coming out there with everybody else, and we're going to have a hoop and any other time. Nice. Appreciate it, Richie. Nice to hear from you, James, man. James, I want to take it easy. Good to hear from you, too. Bye, Nick. Bye, Joel. <laughs> take care. Bye, Chris. <laughs> Bye. Let me get to Louie out of Idaho. Louie, what's up? Louis. Hey, how are you? Hey, doing fine. How are you? I just think you need a third hour. You need a second and third hour. Wow. Time has come. Wow. Well, thank you for the vote of confidence, man. It's good oh, to hear from you. Self-promote. You got to self-promote. Yeah. Nice. Do it. All right. That's all I want to say. Take Thanks, man. Doing. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Let me get to... That was nice. Wow. Three hours, man. Imagine that. Imagine Joel be burning up in here. And... In the studio, it gets warm, and normally, like, Joel doesn't even need, I guess because he's part, like, Somalian or something, he doesn't need the AC. Most of us are like, oh, man, it's oppressive in here, but he doesn't mind it. But then after enough of me talking, that's too much hot air, and (laughs) we're burning up after just one hour. So, I don't know. Anyways, let me get to Mr. Badger out of England. Mr. Badger, nice to hear from you, man. Hey, James, how are you? Doing fine. How are you? Great. Glad to hear it. I'm well. I'm well. Good. So I was wondering a few things, James. One is, do you 
Do you pray before you do the show? No. You know, I don't think about uh, that. Okay, you don't think about it. Yeah. All right. I should. I should be praying without ceasing, right? Dang. You should be, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you get to. You have you have that opportunity if you want to take it. Right. Wow, nice, right on, nice suggestion. Thanks, man. Yep, cheers. I was also wondering, do you think it's wrong to lie? Sometimes, yeah. Maybe, Sometimes, maybe even most of the always. time, yeah. I don't know if it's always. I can't say that it's always wrong to lie. I, I joke around with it because Jesse Lee Peterson has like had that this discussion. Is it a sin to lie? And so, yeah. like I said, I never lie. It's a sin. Lying is a sin. And oh, then he's like, "You just lied right is now." That a lie? <laughs> yep. <laughs> right on. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. What do you think? Well, at least you're on it. But... Um, what's the purpose of lying? To the purpose of lying is to cover up or hide the truth. Right. Yeah. To to hide the truth, right? The, yeah. The truth. The truth is God. The truth is God's truth. Yeah. Maybe you're hiding facts. Right Maybe you want to hide facts. <laughs> Because I facts. yeah, is that a good thing? I don't know. It's a good question. I really don't know, right. man. Yeah. Okay. And what is the purpose of life? The purpose of life. This one. Yeah. I saw your comment here. Your question here. What is the purpose of right. life? I yeah. don't know. Have you wondered that? Like, okay. have has that been an important question to you? I think it's the most important question because that's that's what we're doing is living, right? So what's the, what's What's our goal? What's the purpose? Yeah. I know so, what I've heard Jesse say, but I don't know myself. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, what, what would you say? Do you, you know? Um, do I know? That's a good question. Do I know the purpose of life? Hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. I have a notion of it. Would I mean, you... I, I appreciate the duality of, of like the yin and yang, right and wrong. God and Satan, good and evil, truth and lies. Yeah. Um, and I think, because we spoke about free will on our previous call, if you remember, I think that's at least the one choice we have, right, is is good or evil in that way. The so one I think truth, that's an important... The one truth we message. have is that there is good or evil, good and evil? Yeah, whether we follow follow God or Satan, right? That's our will. Oh. We can only serve one master, right? But are you saying we do have free will? To, to yeah, to choose whether we ride the one horse or the other horse, which which direction we're going in. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if we have free will. I don't. I haven't really seen it anywhere in like in the Bible, right? I haven't seen in the Bible <laughs> that we have it. And when I when I ponder like my decisions. And yep. the directions that my life has taken, I can't say that it was that it was out of free will. I can't. I never understood how it worked. How like there was a back back in two thousand nine church service Sunday service with Bond. Um, I came across where I said um, I don't understand how it works. How how the decision making process works. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't say that it's okay. free. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So, but what about if you choose, like, to eat a hamburger or a hot dog, like that choice? What do you think that is? I think that's, I think that's like impulse. Impulse. Yeah. Based on God or Satan or neither. Hmm. hmm. I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe God would have us have a burrito, but not the one from El Cartel where I got, <laughs> where I got sick. <laughs> I'm playing around, but I don't know, man. May, probably okay. Satan. Most of us are control. Most of us are like ser servants of Satan, right? I don't know if you heard that. I didn't hear that. I okay. heard a I heard a, a wind, and I heard somebody talking in the background, but I didn't hear the words. All right, right, right. So um, it's kind of the uh, the dove or the bat, right? 
the dove or the bat? The, that's the choice, the two choices in life. <laughs> the yin I, or the yang. Yeah. Is that yes, I agree? No. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there is, there is evil and good, but I don't know if we have the freedom yeah. to choose evil or good. I think we're just, I think we're slaves so, of sin until... Okay, until if we're, we're not back. choosing, then why are we here? I don't know. Amazing. Yeah. I, but I do know we are here, pretty sure, I think. Yeah. <laughs> okay, do yeah. you think uh, we could be here to overcome original sin? Yeah, I think that. I think that's, yeah, that, I mean, that would make and, sense. That's all over the and Bible. What, and what is original sin? Well, I don't know about original sin. I just know about sin. Because original sin sounds like a Catholic thing. Okay. Like, I haven't heard that for, phrase in the Bible. They, I guess it originated with that, the garden, something like that. Uh, do you think it started with Satan, with the fall, the rebellion? Yeah, maybe so. I wasn't around, so, like, all I know is... All I know is like right now, so I don't know where it started, but I but it seems it seems right when people reference the. Um, I'm getting a little bit of wind, Mr. Badger. Uh, sorry. You're in breezy England. Sorry, <laughs> yep, breezy England. Sorry about that. Uh, no problem. I'm glad you fixed it. Um, all we really know is right now. So like, when people have these debates about what happened and what is our purpose and um, and how did life begin and how did sin begin and when did you become a sinner and all those things. Those are baffling like mysteries to me that you don't want to get into to figure out intellectually because no. those intellectuals are, are deceivers. Do you know anything? Not intellectually, but do you know anything about those questions? No, I don't. You don't know anything? Okay. No. I'll, I'll argue with people about them, but I don't know. Do you think it's worth asking the Holy Spirit? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Praying on it, right? Yeah. And do you, do you ever say a prayer before you pray? Like the Our Father in the Bible? I, yeah, I sometimes do that Our Father thing. Yeah, I find it really useful, personally. It's an, it yeah, to, uh, a, it lays out really nice principles. It's, it reminds me of the seven guaranteed steps to spiritual family and financial success that Jesse has. Oh, does it? Just reminds, because okay. he, he has just basic life principles that remind you of what you're supposed to be doing. So that's something that I like. But I like both of those, both that prayer and right the other thing. Are you still an intellectual? Right. No. Nice. Was I ever? Well, yeah, I guess I was. Yeah, if you were an atheist, I think that that makes you an intellectual. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I was agnostic, but yeah, sometimes I was more atheist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. And it's a white, <laughs> it's a white thing, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah, all races like are, but but whites get trapped in this intellectualism thing pretty badly. Yeah. I, w I would like to just uh, say to everyone watching that they're welcome to fellowship with us on Discord. I think it's an important thing to do rather than stagnate in um, in not not doing the right thing. Yeah, we have a Discord. You can kind of sharpen... On yeah, it's a Jesse Lee Peterson Discord, and I go on there sometimes. It's been a few months actually since I've gone on, but um, yeah, check it out. It's in. I think it might even be in my description. Let me look. Way down at the bottom, there should be a Discord invite link at the bottom of the description yeah. of my YouTube um, YouTube video. So if you can get on YouTube, click on that Discord link, get into the Discord. It was set up originally by Tim. Say that again. Uh, all are welcome. I noticed that it doesn't really have good moderation, so if you want, I'd be happy to moderate. Okay. The server. All right. Yeah. 
Yeah, Maybe we can make that work. I may take you up on that. I think I will. Right on, brother. Appreciate that, Mr. Badger. Nice to hear from you, man. All right. Cheers. Thanks a lot, Hey. All right. Take Peace care. be with you, and God bless you. Same to you, man. Appreciate that. Right on. Until next time. All right. Nice guy, man. He's cool. He's the one who... Um, Mr. Badger is the one who forgave his mother, and he wasn't even really into the race thing, right? He forgave his mother, and then he didn't like interracially anymore because his first girlfriend was a Somali girl. And then um, other things, too, other great calls. Hey! Real quick, let me get to a man that I haven't talked to in forever. Joe from Phoenix, Arizona. Joe, what's up? How you doing, Nick? Doing fine. Yeah, I just want to encourage Skip to keep working hard, buddy. It's been seven months since my stroke, and I'm already walking. So good, it will man. get better if you work at it. Yeah, that's good. I'm not surprised because you have you seem like one of those guys who works day in and day out, disciplined. Um, and so I'm not surprised that you just worked at your physical therapy or whatever to get Absolutely. yourself going. That's good. Yeah. yeah, I heard you say that you were going to get better. Um, so that's good. Well, it's just a lot of pain and a lot of discipline that you have to fight through, right? Yeah. You're sounding better, too, I think. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. I, I know you've called me a intellectual a lot of times, and I'm certainly not white, so <clears throat> pardon me. You're certainly not what? You said that being an intellectual is more of a white thing, but I'm certainly not white, and you called me an intellectual a lot, a lot of times. Right. Are you mixed? Kind of Are you at all white? I have some white heritage, yes. Aha. <laughs> I'm just playing around. <laughs> I think you're educated, and then the education system it turns people intellectual too. Interesting. Yeah. You um, mentioned earlier that the coronavirus really isn't affecting young people, but there's a recent report by the CDC saying that yes, it is. It absolutely is. One one out of every five cases is under sixty-five now. So yeah, it, it, can, it can strike anyone at any time. Hey, it really can. You know, man, I I covered on, I think it was Friday, this guy from Fountains of Wayne. And he was, I think, in his 40s. And the music group? Yeah, the music group. The front man from Fountains of Wayne. He died. Oh, wow. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Google his image, Joel. But, I mean, people have to be healthy. And he did not, honestly, he looked, he did not look like he was... He didn't look like he was about to die. He, but he didn't look like he was leading a healthy life. Like his. That's the reason why, like in, in the South, they're saying like right. New Orleans has had less cases than New York, but it's had more deaths. Right, because they have the more obesity rate. Right. Yep, obesity and other things. Well, other things that kind of go along with it. But yeah, yeah man. The, yeah, so it is. It is serious. I mean. Um, when I meant young people, I meant like kids, because kids are generally pretty hardy, especially by the time they get to school age. I'm showing you a picture, guys, a picture of the Fountains of Wayne guy. Okay, I forget what his know, name I want to encourage people to be careful, even with small kids, because while, while they're more hardy, this thing can kill anybody. It really can. Okay. Yeah, you never know. It's true. And you don't want to get sick. You don't want to... Sp- be around germs. That's for sure. It's, that's right. Yeah. And lastly, dude, what are you doing with Richard Spencer? I mean, that, that guy's a true dirtbag. I mean, the guy's very clear that he wants a all-white ethno state here in the U.S. You know, I think he's given up on the United States. I he comes. I don't think of him as a dirtbag. I think of him as a um, kind of a misguided, a misguided guy. But I don't think of him as any worse than you or, or even me. Um, well, I just think of him as just a, a bit misguided. He is kind of a socialist leaning, yeah. <laughs> but um, he's into the race thing. And the and as an atheist, what else? Yeah. He he's an atheist. So what else do you expect of him? Honestly, I think atheists. That's that's where it leads is to being right. into race. 
Well, we can agree on that, at least. Yeah. Anyway, dude, I just wanted to check in. I just said it's been a while, so. Cool. Good to see that you got your own channel and you're working hard at it. Good for you. Nice. Thanks, man. It's good to hear from you, too. I'm glad. All right. Take care, James. All right. You as well. Yeah, I had put out a video, my prior, some of my prior conversations with Joe from Phoenix, um, when I had said, oh, that, that his anger had led to um, the uh, stroke that he had. And he said, no, it was stress. But Jesse says stress and anger. I should have asked him about that. But anyways, we'll talk again, Joe. Um... Let me read a few super chats because we're running low on time and then I'll get to skip and I mean not skip Maze and Rick and KT and everybody. Giovanni A says here. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Very supportive. Very cool. Jib Jab says I witnessed a homeless lady on the street screaming at people driving by for being out of their homes. <laughs> and he's like laughing, crying face. And then shruggy shoulders, shrugging shoulders. Are the homeless exempt? LOL. Good point, man. And, you know, I. it seems like, are there fewer homeless on the street? I don't know, man. Maybe. Patrice O'Neill Groiper gave a diamond, and I think referencing the, um, the, uh, <laughs> the Jews and the liberals and the Chicoms and all them, telling people not to have babies because this coronavirus thing is dangerous. He says, it's just a coincidence, Goy. <laughs> all right, man. Thank you. Polly J gave a diamond. Thank you. Beard the Butcher says James Hake is greater than Richard Spencer. Wow. So much for equality, right? <laughs> Asmodor with the diamond says Conan, what is best in life? I think that might be a quote from a movie. I don't know. Asmodor with another diamond to crush your enemies, see them driven before you. Wow. Dang, the good old days of just reality. <laughs> I think prison puts people in reality, too. To hear the lamentations of their women. Dang. Patrice, that was, those were the answers of what is um, best in life. Must be a quote, I think. Patrice O'Neill Groiper says, Easy breezy, beautiful badger boy. That's Mr. Badger to you, Patrice O'Neill Groiper. But thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, and I am going to open the treasure chest on DLive, which is... Um, a redistribution of Chinese wealth, right? Because this is a Chinese outlet. So that's cool. Um, hmm. I really wanted to get to this. Let me just show you guys the pictures of this, this doctor female. This <laughs> Joel before the show, he said, Whoa, is this Richard Spencer's wife? No, no, that's not Richard Spencer. <laughs> Well, I'm showing you pictures. If you're listening to the podcast, maybe I'll put her face in the thumbnail. This is Dr. Liana um, something. When? Former health commissioner of the city of Baltimore. But really, she's better known as the former president of Planned Parenthood, pro-abortion organization. There she is pregnant, all pregnant, just from March 30th. Now she's had that baby. She's better known for having a very short-lived... By short-lived, I mean less than a year as president of Planned Parenthood. She replaced Cecile Richards, who was president for years, maybe even decades, I don't know, who, which was Jesse Lee Peterson's former boss, Cecile Richards, when she was somewhere else. But yeah, this uh, Liana Wen, she's 37 years old, younger than me, born in 83 in Shanghai. And now she's having um, white and Asian babies. With this, with this man. I think he's white. I don't know. It's hard to tell these days, you know. But anyways, she's all worried about... Listen to this. Um, she's a liberal Asian female. <laughs> As Richard Spencer says. <laughs> Richard Spencer... I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. But I read something. But, you know, the liberal media likes to smear people. Dr. Sanjay Gupta is a... No doubt a liberal doctor from CNN. And this female told a pro-abortion female, by the way, babies for me, but not for thee, right? Um, said, I am almost 39 weeks pregnant as of the time that we are speaking. 
I mean, having a recurring, I have a recurring nightmare myself of contracting COVID-19 and going through childbirth where I have to wear a mask. Yeah, woman, anxiety's real good. But these people can't help but be anxious, right? A lot of women cannot, and a, a lot of males can't, honestly. It's crazy. She said, um, if my newborn were to get ill, when continued, she would become extremely ill because she doesn't have immunity and little babies are so fragile. Are they? And I know of so many other pregnant women who have their own anxieties in this time because COVID-19 is a respiratory virus. If the mom were to cough and then she coughed into her hand and then her hand touched the baby, she could infect her newborn that way. This is, these are like evil people. And this CNN headline reads, Some may joke about a coronavirus baby boom. Here's why you shouldn't try to conceive in quarantine. And earlier it was titled in part, Maybe you shouldn't try to, con maybe don't try to conceive in quarantine. And it's by this man, quite, I think, Ryan Pryor, a guy who's had issues in the past, but no doubt he's a liberal. What a mess. And, you know, no danger of me having a baby this time, right? Because I have to, uh, seven years, no sex, and then get married, right? <laughs> but anyways, I think that's so evil. I just wanted to point it out that, you know, CNN and CNN is known to be, have gays as their front men, front males. Don Lemon, Anderson Cooper, and then full-blown feminists also leading in, you know, in their leads front people. Chris Cuomo's, um, has coronavirus, but a bunch of liberals and therefore they believe in this notion of, oh, we're overpopulated. We need to have fewer babies. And you'll notice it's mostly, there's this gay guy, most disgusting male that I can think of. And then I'll get to calls guys. Um, blanking on his name, Dan Savage, radical homosexual. He's founded the, it gets better campaign. But he is a nasty person. He hates Christians, and he hates babies. He says that we should, we're overpopulated, we shouldn't be having babies. Well, he, no danger of him having them, right? Because he's homosexual. But, what a mess. Just evil stuff. I have some drudge headlines that I hoped to touch on, maybe. But there's uh, so much to get to. So... Um, Asmodor says, it was Conan the Barbarian with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Nice. Jimmy DM gave a ninjagini. Keep going, James Hake. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Let me get to Maze. Out of Dayton, Ohio, my favorite caller. Maze, what's up? Hello, James. How are you today? Doing fine. How are you? I'm just fine. I was listening to Skip. They were saying that he was on Wolverine. And he has to go to the doctor and get his blood checked every so often for the thinner. Well, he can get trained and have his own kit. He got to go to his doctor and ask him to get trained on the kit. It's just like the diabetics have their little kit yeah. that they test, and he wouldn't have to go to the doctor as often. All he would have to do is send it in to him. Oh. And it'll save him some trips. All right. Skip, so if you heard that, look into it. See if it's, yeah. if you see if it's right for you. Talk to your right. doctor. And that's my little help for today. Some people are not fear. When you don't fear things, yeah, you don't hate it. Do you have a background in the medical field at all, Mace? No, I don't. Oh, you're just smart. That's what you get. If you know people and, and people that use those, that, that doing things, yeah, you can pass it on if you want to. But if you want to hate it, you just keep to yourself. Yeah. And then again, I have my another one for you. Tell Jesse, since he always talk about your good hair. Uh-huh. See, we got different types of hair. We got Some of us got wash and wear and keep it going. Some got the brittle hair, like Jesse got. Brittle hair. You know what brittle, brittle hair. hair looks like? No. That's a clean pots and pans weed. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the kind of hair he has. <laughs> brillo, <laughs> brillo hair, yes. not brittle. Yeah, okay. he talks about your good hair. Yeah. He got the form of the brittle pad hair. That's why he, when you <laughs> see people, women's hair, he hates the way it looks. Because some of them just wash it and keep it going. But the kind of hair, so... He doesn't hate anything. Maze, take but it back. But that's about, when you, when you fear what you hate, when you fear something, you hate it. Whatever, Maze. That's what's wrong You're with protected. a lot of people. And if they stop fearing stuff and get to know it, they might like it a little bit. <laughs> well, and thank Sandra, you. That's for Sandra, too. You know who I think is pretty? That, and she that don't sit there about Asian people. Lupita and Young. I always got a complaint. I think they Follow promote her as being pretty. Well in life. I think she Have a good pretty. one, James. All right. Thank you, Mace. <laughs>
Take care. Rick out of Hampton, Virginia. Rick, are you there? Rick. Rick. Hello? Yes. Jay, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Hello? Yep. Can you hear me? Come on hold. Not much? Rick was on hold a while. I'm cutting him slack. Rick. Oh, man. He's messing around with his phone. Let me get to KT out of Washington, D.C. Treasure test opening in five minutes, guys. What's up, KT? Hey, James. Hey. Hey, hey, how are you? Fine, how are you? Doing wonderful, doing wonderful. Good. So I just wanted to add on, I know I called in yesterday about this whole hysteria surrounding the coronavirus, and I just wanted to um, add on on what I said. And I don't know if anyone else has said this, but this whole hysteria reminds me of the Popeye's, the whole Popeye's crisis. Remember that? Yeah, the chicken sandwich. This spicy the whole chicken, chicken sandwich, sandwich crisis. Yeah, where people were going crazy over the sandwich and killing it, literally killing each other. Yeah, lines, go, lines going through, lines going through their, you know, lines going miles and miles. Just you know, just people going crazy over this sandwich. Yeah, you know, it just kind of reminds me of this, of uh, this, you know, this hysteria surrounding the coronavirus. You know, everyone having anxiety and people freaking out and, you know, yeah, just, just going crazy, you know? Good point. They are. Yeah. People are so controlled and, you know, people are getting very anxious about it, especially women are getting, are more worried, you know, according to polls than men. And um, you could say that men are more foolhardy, I guess, maybe, but women are more uh, worry prone and... It's not good for them. It's worse. It's worse for their babies and everything. So you're right. And people are just controlled and not pushed around, basically. They're, and the media is so selective of what they report, you know? There's been, right. I bet you that there's crazier um, sicknesses around that are not being really reported. Mm-hmm. And um, that they don't maybe even know about because we're so... We have this unchecked globalism thing where we're letting things in. And yes, we're supposed to have, we're supposed to have like processes for letting uh, import things in and stuff like that. But we've been introducing all kinds of new insects and bees and spiders and all kinds of um, people, so-called undocumented immigrants. Why They should be deporting all of them. Because if they're so-called undocumented, then they, we don't know what they have. And exactly. we're supposed to be checking the immigrants. But and, it's a mess. And, you know, speaking of diseases, um, uh, yesterday I did tell you my sister. My sister works in a clinic. Yeah. She's a physician assistant. Yep. And she, she, she was telling me that majority, there, there are more people coming in for SD, STD testing than coronavirus testing. Wow. <laughs> More more people coming in for STDs. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so um not surprised. Just, uh, just just thought I'd share that. You know, I have heard that there are some crazy damage is some crazy damage resulting from this disease. Um you know, some doctors have said that, at least Twitter doctors, right? And I tend to believe it because like what else do we have, right? We don't really know what's going on and so i have heard that there is those who get it and who suffer from it who do suffer symptoms from it it does some pretty crazy damage that um some of these doctors claim that they haven't seen before so there may be there there's got to be something to it but of course yeah but I you're mean, right the, yeah you're i right agree i agree scary. the disease is there the virus is there but I don't think we need to be, you know, just like H1N1. Yeah. There, there was no hysteria surrounding it. Yeah. So I don't know why. I don't know why it's so different now. But anyway, um, thanks, thanks for taking my call. Great show. Thank you, man. Good to hear from you, KT. Take care. All right. Take care. All right. Rick is back out of Hampton, Virginia, and I am opening the treasure chest. <laughs> hey, Rick. Hey, thanks James, for calling back. Sorry for that um, bad um, drop. 
sometimes we get in areas on base up here in Yorktown, and um, once you cross the area, you'll lose your phone signal. Oh, I see. Stay close to your phone for me, Rick, so you so you stay loud and clear for the people. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. Thanks. And I, I just want to comment on James. It was it was a guy last one, Justin E. Peterson show, and he was saying that blacks can't access education and stuff. I like. Oh yeah. I never ran to no such problem. Never. Right. As long as you get the money to pay for it, or even your job pay for it, you have no problem access and no education. I don't know what they'd be talking about when they be saying that. Like access, access, access is a liberal word that they use to make people feel like, or make us feel like they're um, that there are so-called less fortunate, underserved people. If anything, they're most people are overserved. Honestly, yes, you ain't kidding. Yeah. I was like saying, where's where's this guy at? You know, um, yep. See, if you if a kid want to trade, I don't care what color. If you want to trade, the educators there. If you want to put the work in, yeah, that's if true. You, so YouTube, college, go on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I think it's a way to control and make people mad. Yeah, yeah, I it is. Why they do that? They just make people mad and like, where's you want to but you ask. As you remember the um, voter law, we had to go get a birth certificate, and you know the liberals called that suppression? Right. They called it if racist. Sorry. Yeah. If you're too sorry to get a government ID, then there's something wrong with you anyway. Right. You shouldn't be voting. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I mean, right. All that was have a government ID. Yeah. You, you should have one on you anyway. True. Very true, man. You know man. what I mean? It's just... Um, I, I I don't get it. Seem like the um, liberals on um, they really don't want you to think for yourself at all. They want you to um, feel angry and feel like you're not you know you you can't do anything, and that's not true at all. Yeah, and it it's from this false compassion of people, like they, I mean they exploit that false compassion of people where you start oh, to God. and intellectualism because you can you can rationalize doing wrong by talking your head off and coming up yep. with all of these ideas about oh they don't they don't have enough access to it we need to support them in this way and you're oh, not oh man yeah and anyways this education stuff is worthless and anyways this education stuff most of it is worthless or negative and uh detrimental to your wisdom and it's overpriced yeah, true. You know, and it's and you know part of the reason that it's overpriced is because it's um subsidized. Um one of the things I learned from Phyllis Schlafly, the great late um conservative woman from Eagle Forum. What? She died now. What's her name? Phyllis Wiley? Phyllis Schlafly, S C H L A F L Y. Jesse Lee Peterson has interviewed her back before she died. She uh-huh. said that um one of the principles is that subsidized housing, when you help pay for people's housing, that raises the home prices. And it's what's, that's what's happening with the, um, these government schools, or actually these schools that are supported in any way, or the students mm-hmm. who go to these schools who are supported in any way by the government and by um, you know all of these scholarships and things. Because you're just making it, cheaper for them you're making them not have to f- fork over money and so more people are getting in and so they're able to raise more the prices because these people can afford a little bit more and so it's going yeah. up and up and up it's crazy they, make, they get the money available so the car oh y'all get the money so let's go ahead and raise these prices the same as bernie sanders yeah he wants to raise our taxes up to 70 to 80 percent and one lady on fox is the view though well, Mr. Patel, are you going to raise yours? And Susan said, well, I don't make that kind of money. You know? <laughs> I, don't, I don't make my money off the poor in the back. Off the backs of the poor. That's so a pretty good impression. Money, 70%. <laughs> yep. That's a pretty good uh, Bernie Sanders, man. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jay. Thank you, Jay. Rick, thank you, man. It's good to hear from you. Hey, love you, man. Y'all be good, man. You too. We got we to keep the, we gotta help make the opportunity for the poor. All right, take care, Rick. All right, guys, congratulations to Reed Johnson. Saved 1818 or 1818. Take care, Business Bear. Winning Smile. Wow, nice name.
Um, Patrice O'Neill Groiper, thank you guys. And thank you to Jimmy DM, Asmador, and by the way, Asmador says, that's Amerifro to you, Maze. It's not Brillo hair. Amerifro. Learn it, Maze. Nice. Appreciate that, Asmador. And Polly J with another diamond. Thank you. Jimmy DM, Noah's Arkansas, Asmador, Polly J, Patrice O'Neill Groiper, Beard the Butcher, Shaggy Boy, Hugh White, Robot M- Moose, and Reed Johnson. Thank you guys for supporting. And thank you to Giovanni A, Jib Jab, and all you guys on YouTube. D Live, Periscope. What's up, everybody? Nick, um, Facebook, if anybody's. Oh, yeah, Facebook, Donald, all you guys. I'm also on Mixer and Twitch, believe it or not. Like six platforms. Whoa. Talk about spread thin. But thank you guys. Make sure you check out thehakereport.com. You can find my interview with Richard Spencer if you missed it. And jlptalk.com for Jesse Lee Peterson's stuff. Thanks, guys. Take care.